All right, guys, welcome back to Dating Podcast. <laughs> All right, so we got week one of VCT down. So we didn't know this. It turns out it's a six-week event. Yeah, I don't see how or like why or how they have six weeks worth of like content. You know, like so there's not that many teams. So it's they're... what six teams? So it's twelve teams in total, six team in each group. Yeah. So they all have to verse each other once. But it's like, how do you make an open bracket two weeks long, three days e- or four days each? Mm-hmm. Then you would have the groups one game a week. Wouldn't you want to do like, I don't know if they're not, not in a rush or something, but they have it like make it two times. Well, like, do do they have the date for like when the actual like championships are supposed to be? So they, they didn't announce Masters yet. It's rumored to be around April Masters. So like all of March 6th, I think it's like March 16th or 13th or 13th it's like the end of groups and then we actually have the actual playoffs to where the teams go and play like uh do the playoffs and qualify for masters which is still bullshit it's only 12 teams that qualify all regions that's like all regions all combined regions is only 12 so only two teams from na which is like masters three you had 16 teams why couldn't you have the same thing here but i don't know I'm not, I don't make the rules here. Well, I mean, this is still like, this is like the first, like essentially they started the cycle over though from like yeah. last year. So it's not like Masters 3. It's really like Masters 1 from. Yeah. So because Masters 1 last year was just a regional thing. Yeah. So, so nobody I'm, really counts that as a master. I mean, yes, you won Masters, but nobody really, nobody. It wasn't like the world title. Yeah. Anything. Like yeah. Masters 1 for everyone last year was like. I think just like an introduction more than anything. Mm-hmm. Masters two and three were re- the real thing. Uh, I'm be honest with you, I I I heard they were gonna do f- uh, how was it franchise like how league does it? Okay. I don't know if that's a good thing or not. In my opinion, I mean, because you have right now, for example, TSM, they're not so they're not good right now, but yeah. they get to buy their way in compared to a team like the Guard or like. Yeah, I guess that does kind of suck. Cause, like league, I think it works in league because like it's so established as an esport, mm-hmm. and like there aren't really that many small teams playing in like LCS and stuff. But like for Valorant, I feel like a lot of these like small teams are kind of thriving. So yeah, that's kind of fucked up. I mean, it's not gonna be anytime soon. They were doing talks of it, like Riot's kind of did talks with the owners of like EU and NA and all that. But I don't. It's good. Franchising is good on hindsight, but then you're giving all these smaller orgs like uh, the Knights, KCP, and all that. Just like, what are they gonna do? Just get to play in these other tier two tournaments? Like, it's yeah. more, it's run more like CS:GO than anything. Yeah, it's gonna, it's kind of like gatekeeping the uh, the big events. Yeah, which is like I don't understand. I mean, yeah, but now like you see, like TSM is like, all right, now we're gonna start actually playing in these tier two tournaments and all that. But then it's like TSM realized that they should probably practice before they. <laughs> Going to a tournament. Speaking of practice, Sentinels have, I mean, I don't know if I've yet to know if this is a meme or not, but they don't practice, yet they still won against NRG, who still practice and went to other these two. What, they, they don't like scrim? They don't scrim. They, like, just, they just like play rank by themselves. And yeah, like... apparently, I don't know how much truth that is, but almost every pro is like, yeah, they don't really practice. So, and then like someone was like, Hayes was saying like, yeah, they don't practice. So that's why he was cut like, I think on stream today, he was saying that, uh, He's like, it's kind of annoying that someone like Sentinels, if they qualify, yeah, they dominate NA region, but if they go against like EU or like 
any other region who are actually practicing, who feel like a more dominant team, they're going to get smacked. So he's like, he doesn't feel like Sentinels should qualify just because they don't practice. If they practice, I, I don't even know how much better they would be if they did practice. Yeah, I mean, maybe they don't feel that they need to practice because, like, obviously they're winning and they're like, their team synergy seems good. Like, it doesn't seem like everyone's playing for themselves either. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not like when, like, Tens first joined Sentinels and shit and he was kind of just like, I hold W and I shoot people and we win, we win the tournament. Like, <laughs> like, it doesn't, like, watching them, it doesn't seem like they're, like, kind of just solo queuing. Like, it seems mm -hmm. like they have good synergy, so... I guess maybe they don't feel like they're suffering if they uh they don't practice. But what is that gonna bite them in the ass? Because we got something against NRG, they lost fracture, right? And it's like, wait, oh shit, now they're struggling. But then they won they won against Haven and then they dominated like thirteen to three in Biden map three. So it's like I, I don't get it. It's like they even without I mean, I guess NRG, yes, it's like they're not going against like Cloud None or Xset yet. I get that. But it's just like how are they still dominant if they don't practice? Like, it's, I don't, it's crazy to me. So, but it's like other pros are like complaining. It's like they don't practice, but at the same time, it's like, yeah, look, but they're still winning. Like, yeah. I, I think people are just upset because, like, they're still the best team. <laughs> they, well, Sandals, they're just like, they got a lot of gifted players. That's really what it is. Mm. Like, everyone knows the role. So, like, I mean, I'm not saying they're fucking like, lucky or anything because obviously they're all good if they don't need to practice and they're still winning but i think it's just like the natural talent that is just on that team is just kind of ridiculous but yeah then definitely when they burst like eu and like other regions that they they kind of get put in their place but yeah oh, we saw that i don't think they shouldn't qualify if they don't practice I think everyone else just has to like step up their game yeah it's like <laughs> it's like it's like yeah like they don't practice but then go beat them. If you're practicing, you're still going to these tournaments, you're getting reps in as a team and all that, that chemistry, the synergy. It's like, then why can't you beat them? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's like, just like, we shouldn't... I understand complaining, it's annoying, it's frustrating, but in the same time, it's like, if if it ain't broke, don't fix it. I think that's what, the, like, straight up, that's the mentality right now. Everyone was saying that they should have a roster change, but it's like, I mean... Like, they're good. They're good. They're better than most of the teams in NA. It's like, what, who's going to replace who? You know what I mean? It's like, every. I think they're so well adjusted with each other. It's like, they don't want to play with anybody Like, they else. play like a group of friends. And exactly. that's really like, I think, why they're so good. Like, you see some of these teams and like, you see some of their, uh, like, comms when they post them on YouTube. They're playing it like, I mean, yeah, they're playing it like it's VCT because it is VCT. Yeah. But like, Sentinels, they seem like they're like, they just have fun with the game. Yeah. And I don't know. I think that's what people underestimate. It's like, yeah, you're supposed to have fun. Just loosen up. Because I feel like when these teams like tighten up, it's like get like too tight and they're like, okay, guys, let's focus, focus. Like, no, like loosen up. Let's remember, you're still like, remember your profession? You want to like enjoy your time while you're there? You play a video game. You play like, it's literally like, that sounds like I'm dis discrediting esports, but like. We're not. We're just saying it's like. Like you're. You're playing a video game. Have fun. You're like yeah, while you're there, like enjoy your time there. Like have fun. Enjoy like it, it, like that. That's what we're saying to do, because it clearly it's fucking do it's fucking working for them. So that's what's good about that. I think it reminds me of like uh, I was watching like when I was when I was watching League. It's like when G two was dominating in 2019 in League, mm -hmm. 
It's just like you see their comments, but they're all like all laughing. Like they're losing, but yeah. they're still like laughing and chilling. Like, and yo, that. look at this guy. It's like, yeah, it's like, what the fuck? It's like you you guys are losing in group stages, but you guys are like chilling. And I'm like, what the yeah. fuck is this? <laughs> so it's like if if the most dominant league t- Western League team ever can do that and still win, yeah. It's like every team should like notice, like, hey, why not? It's like you I mean, it looks like TSM I mean, like Sabroza said he's like he got offered from other team. But mm-hmm. he wants to play with Wardell because he's like he has better synergy with them. He likes it. He enjoys. He likes playing. the energy that yeah. he has. And it's yeah. like people underestimate that. It's like yeah, like why you can't just put tens in a, in a team and we expect that team to be good, right? Well, like, like what when he started on C nine, he was saying I don't really synergize with these people. And then when I got moved to Sentinels, he's like I feel like at home with them. So, yeah. I mean, like chemistry is more than anything. It's like a crew. Nobody in that like everyone is like good on that team but no one is like exceptionally dominant like a tenzer like a yay or yeah but they just play well with each other yeah and that's why they're so good it's like the same guy with the envy guy uh, or now optic the optic Ew. guys is like they pick <laughs> honestly i kind of like the name i don't know what you think about like going from envy to optic you want to like i don't know if you like grew up watching cod like with these like the optic name and all that well i mean i watched like cod and stuff when i was like 13 14 I mean, it was fine, but like, first of all, I've always been more of a phase guy in the COD scene than an optic guy. So mm-hmm. like, but I think, I don't even know. I think it just comes from like, I remember when phase and optic first came into like CSGO and stuff yeah. because, and everyone was like, yo, go back to COD. You're not like a real org or whatever. Yeah. I like, I think part of me just still feels that about like the new like even though this is like five plus years later, it's like I don't know. I think Do you still think of them as like a COD org? Yeah, I mean like we're probably gonna get shit for that, but like <laughs> it's good to be no, by the way, we don't think that like what they're doing right now is fine, like how Optic Mal merged with Envy and FaZe is like thriving with other esports. Like we're not saying it's bad, like, it's just like we're FaZe is cool and it, shit. It's just that like when I think FaZe, I think of like Call of Duty or I think Optic, yeah. I think of like mw2 <laughs> yeah no no like that's what i'm saying because that's where they came from yeah so it's not a bad thing that we think that it's like we grew up like not the young like people who are 13 dude how are you getting a call uh, on the podcast I'm sorry we're call them <laughs> call them back i'll put them on speed that's probably spam um i think it's just it's not a bad thing it's like well, it's like tsm fans growing up is like growing up Watching TSM, like they're a league team, but now you see them having Rainbow, Apex, Valorant. It's like we- they probably to them is a bit weird because they're a league team. They start with league, so it's it's common for that to happen, and it's it's weird. But then it's just weird me seeing Optic on Valorant. It just I don't know. It's it's gonna be a hard adjust to me in my opinion. I miss Optic. I like Optic as an org. I like the owner Hex. He's a he's like a chill ass dude. Mm-hmm. He's he's like one of the best owners because of how chill he is. Yeah, but it's just weird to see that from now on. It's I don't know. It's it's a, it's a hard adjust, in my opinion. I mean, it's good for the envy people because that means they're probably getting more money. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I still don't know how the contract. I think so. Like, they're an equal partner. So but, they're they're. It's not like oh, optic just bought envy. They're they're like merged. Like they're just like, same thing. Like it's optic envy. It's not yeah. optic. Yeah, it's optic envy. And then like the like the logo is envy with green or bri- uh, brick by brick now. Mm-hmm. So like I understand it, but so like. For Rocket League, don't they have an NV team? For fighting, they have an NV team. They have an NV players for fighting. Mm-hmm. For CSGO, I think there's NV still has a CSGO team. But then for COD, 
and Halo and Valorant now Optic. So it's just weird to me, in my opinion, like how they keep bouncing that. It's like, all right, are they not gonna change Rocket League now to Optic? Are they gonna have like an ape? Are they gonna pick up an Apex team and name it Optic? It's like, how is that? I don't know how I, that works. I think it's strange that they make Optic a CS:GO or not a C, a Valorant team. Like you, like I feel like the Envy logo or the Envy name fits better with the more like traditional types of esports where the optic one should kind of be saved for the less traditional esports. Yeah. So like COD Halo, stuff like that. Yeah. I mean like I think Rocket League could fit in that category. As Love a traditional? As a non traditional esports. You saw the major was in LA? Yeah. It's with full audiences and everything. Bro, I want I wanna go. But that shit got sold out I think I saw it. It got sold out in two days. Yeah. And I was like fuck you see how much tickets were? Because you, for Rocket League, it's usually cheap as hell. How much was it? I don't know. But like when I went, when it was in Newark, it was you got a three day pass and it was like thirty five bucks for three days. What? And it was like the event was from like noon to like eight p.m. So for Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Because the thing is, I was looking up the league because you know how Worlds is NA, mm -hmm. and in New York, it is semis and quarters. And in, in New York, so semifinals and quarters are in uh -huh. New York. It's a week long event, so it's like I don't. I low key want to pay for a whole week and just go every day for a week, but like it's gonna be fucking. It's, it's probably gonna be expensive as hell because one, it's gonna be in Madison Square Garden. It's in New York, so. But like, it's like stuff like that. It's like fuck. Like I wish more things were in the East Coast, but because of riot, and LA as a state, and uh, like California as a state because mm -hmm. of LA. It's like everything is always in LA. It's always LA because like Riot HQ is in LA. LA it, is just more popular. It's just everybody lives in LA. It's like fuck, man. Nothing I don't really even think it's that. I think it's just a product that the gaming industry is more based in LA than it is in New York, just because it's cheaper. I so think, like because of that, there's more people. They're missing out if they're not doing more stuff in e in the Eastern area literally just like new york city i don't know why they don't have more stuff like even when they had the rocket league shit here it was in newark it wasn't even in like new york it wasn't at like msg or something it was in fucking um prudential center in newark last year the lcs finals was supposed to be in prudential but then they canceled that because of covid it's like fuck man well i it i i don't get why they do that because like prudential's like yeah it's a hockey arena and it, it's not like small but it's not like it's not like MSG. Yeah, it's like a good amount of people where you get like you get dedicated people. It's easier to handle. I don't get why they just don't do more stuff in the East Coast. You're missing out on so much shit on the East Coast because, like, in my opinion, and then you see all these like esports uh, influencers, all these pros leaving LA because they just don't like the area they're living in. They had to move to Texas. They moved to like uh, somewhere in the East Coast, somewhere like else. But because like LA is a shit show. Why would you want to have shit in LA? I get your uh, for Riot, your HQ is there. I get that. But you should have more shit in the East Coast. You're missing a huge chunk of the audiences. Mm -hmm. now, probably a lot of them have never been to an LA event because that shit's like a nice experience because it's everything is held in, in the West. That's why I like League is uh, like what they did is like a like a NA travel where they go first New uh, it's, uh, goes New Mexico, then it would go Canada. I think it's Toronto or Montreal. And then it would go from New York, and then the finals would the world's finals would be in LA, in LA. That's because we're right AQ, which I like. They I do like, it like a like a tour rather yeah. than like one event. Yeah, depending on like how far your team goes, you would go in different spots. But it's just like it's annoying because I don't get 
I, I want to know when the Val- next first Valorant NA is going to happen because I feel like it's going to be in LA just because they want to be safe. But in the same time, it's, yeah, have it in LA, but you want to, it's best to have it in a place where not much is going so you can exp- like have more people I mean, in it. Also, you want to have it where more people are going to be there, you know? I understand that too, but like you're hitting a you're hitting a region where like not many people like not many ev- esports events happen. The East area of NA, rarely anything happens there. Mm-hmm. It's like always the finals, or like it's like once every couple of years you have something there. Like we almost had the LCS final Prudential, got canceled. We haven't had the That's Rocket. So unfortunate. We haven't had the Rocket League the Prudential for Rocket League. What was that? Twenty eighteen. Yeah. Yeah. It's like what the fuck. You know what I mean. It's like, and like, I don't, and even with COVID, like the East area is, I don't think so. It's that bad. I've checked it. It's not that bad compared to the West. So I don't get why you're having even more stuff in the West than compared to the East. Because now, but the good thing is, uh, because the LCS finals, uh, I think, yeah, this year it's supposed to have in Texas and I look in the NRG stadium and I locally want to go, but it's just travel. I feel, like, I feel like Texas is like such a fucking stupid spot to like do it. Like, yeah, there's stuff that in texas but like there's a lot of people on the east coast and there's a lot of people on the west coast Mm -hmm. why would you have it in fucking in texas (laughs) i think because like it's in between so like everybody from the east yeah but it's like it's like if i'm willing to fly out to like texas i i would may as well i'll just fucking fly out to la you know yeah yeah that is a that is another thing as well i think it's it's just whack. <laughs> it's just, yeah, and that's why it's like even like Comic Con, like all that stuff. Like I think that's the only ones that hap- ever happen in the New York area, like Comic Con, TwitchCon, sometimes like that. They happen in the New, but like when it comes to esports events, it's in the West, and that's kind of bullshit because like I talk to so many people. It's like yeah, I live in the East, I live in the uh, Northeast or in the South, and they're like yeah, nothing happens there. We everything is always in the West, which. I feel like more esports. You're hitting. You're missing an opportunity for having more stuff in the east because you'd be surprised how many esports fans are there, and mm-hmm. that would love to go there. Yeah, because like there's so many. Like even people who are not even huge esports fans, it's just an event. It's something like in New York, you are guaranteed sold out shit in New York. But yeah, like I, 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 I don't billion get it. people in fucking the New York area. <laughs> yeah, right. It's like I don't get it, but hopefully soon because like. I'm getting bored of like no events happening here. I kind of want to go to one. It's fun. Yeah. No, if anybody had like the opportunity, I think I might just solo it. I might just go to LCS and just go to fucking Texas. That shit's like got to be fun as hell. It's going to be pause. You got to play more league before you do that. Yeah. I'll go in. Someone the, who has the meta, I, the meta is shifting. Yeah. Jenna top with smite. What the fuck is that? Can we talk about that real quick? Like what the fuck? <laughs> well, it's used as a strategy to trick the game into thinking that the winning team is losing because how it works is like the Janna just roams the entire game so like whoever the top laner is they just get to farm cs they get the tower first and whatever because you're just never there and the game sees it as oh top lane is down 150 cs or whatever they're down two towers so when the objective bounty system comes in, where if like you're losing and you get like the dragon or you get a tower or you get Baron or something, your whole team gets bonus money for that. 
So if the game thinks that you're losing because you're down two towers, even though, like, say everyone else on your team is fed as fuck, the game still thinks you're losing. Yeah. So then when you get one of those objective bounties, then you get even farther ahead. So it's yeah. literally... It's not necessarily necessarily that Janna top is, like, super busted. It's just that, like, it the game is coded in a way that, like, it, it fucks with, like, the mind of the game. And it's really funny. Like, watching, mm. like, pros or, like, high-level people play, they're like, this is fucking ridiculous. We're, we're literally losing, but somehow they just claimed a 600 gold objective bounty for fucking nothing. Yeah. But, like, how would you, like, remove that? Like, would you, what would you do? Like, make, so, sh- make it, like, you can't, uh, top laners are not allowed to smite? Like, how would you do that? So, how they've suggested, or people have suggested doing that, is because when you do that strategy, the, um, Janna will run the support item, which is Spell Thief's Edge, and what it does is anytime you damage another champion, you get 20 gold, and th- that's what, like, supports get, so that they can... Because supports, you don't farm minions. So you get your gold by attacking other champions. Mm. So what they people have suggested doing is make it so only the only one person can buy the support item. But then people are like, oh, well, like, then people who are trying to grief my game are going to buy the support item, not as the support, and the support's going to be fucked <laughs> and shit. But it's like... Something like that is hard to ban, though. Like, it's hard yeah, to... Yeah, it's hard to do that. And then, like... I think they did that. If you make the jungler the only one who... Or, like, if you can only limit smite to one person on the team in the game, you're able to, like, swap roles with people and shit. So, like, if you swap the role and, like, they didn't code it properly or whatever, then, like, the jungler would not have smite or whatever. Yeah. It'd be really I think unfortunate. I saw, because I saw one team in LCS. It was, like, literally the first week of LCS... I don't know. I forgot which team they did that, but I think they lost, right? But they ran that, and it was the most cancerous shit to ever run. It turns the game into a fucking fiesta. Like essentially, you're going to go up against two junglers. Your jungler is one v twoing the whole time, and then your top laner is just idle. He just idle. I mean, yeah, he levels up faster, and yeah, he moves up. He he like buys item faster, but if your top like your jungler is getting fucked, he's getting like, what can he do at that point? Mm-hmm. He if he goes for jungle, he's getting two v one. If he's going for, uh, if he just go, helps minions, he's losing his object. He's losing his bo- uh, jungles. So at that point, it's that's the only thing I can say. Like only one person on the team can have uh, smite, and if you switch roles, you can switch it. That's the only thing I can think of, or like th- that's what I would say. But see, like you don't even really need to run like smite for it to work. Like the smite is just like a bonus because you 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 can like steal objectives and shit, but like. You don't need to run Smite for it. Like, you could run, like, Flash Ghost or, like, Flash Ignite or some shit and then just gank the whole time and ignite people. And, like, the, the if you didn't have Smite, the strategy would still work very similarly. Yeah, but... Then, <laughs> it's so annoying. They're, like, temporary or, like, bandage kind of fix was just make Jenna shit. But it's like, yeah... But, but Jenna, then you wouldn't be able to play her support. Yeah, it's like that's like that doesn't fix it. She's still gonna be picked top lane. That's not her thing. It's the thing is that she the other team can get gold so much quicker than you. It's like it makes no sense. Which I'm surprised. Like, I still don't know how Riot has treated Valorant and League so differently. 
and some it's crazy like i don't know if le- i think i'm I, i'm probably league is harder to balance i get that but it's just crazy night and day how they're treating it well valorant the second the aries meta happened in a week that shit was just dis- like nerfed well that's the uh that's the thing like the valorant dev team is different than the league dev team 100 percent. but also like i i forget who it was but there is some interview with like uh league developer and this wasn't even about the jenna top thing like they're they're like meta things that people have been complaining about for years and they're like you don't understand like yeah we know some things might be annoying or whatever but it's like if we change certain things the game is gonna break like yeah there are some things that are annoying it might seem overpowered but there are workarounds to everything and like it's like, oh, if we nerf this, then it's going to make XXX and, like, whatever obsolete. Because, like, some champions thrive better with other, Like, they synergize better with others and whatever. So they're like, oh, we can't just, like, delete this person or whatever. Because then it's going to... The other champions in the game are going to suffer. So I think... I mean, also, there's 150 people in fucking League. And there's, mm. what, 20 almost 20 people yeah we're almost up 20 so that's why it's like it's crazy because when yoru was came out he after a week everyone knew he was shit and then they didn't touch him they were like all right still one of the funniest things they don't have enough resources to fucking buff him that's still one that's still one of the all-time best quotes i've ever heard right well the uh the problem with that is like everyone knew yoru was shit so his pick rate was like so low because like it's not zero percent in both masters I think no, no. One in Masters, one team picked him for one map, but every uh, minus that he was not picked at all. Exactly. It. So like, the reason what I think they mean is by we don't have the resources to fix him is like if someone's bad in the game or whatever, they could see like based on matchups and whatever who's strong against him, who's weak against him, and then maybe they could tailor it to that. Mm-hmm. But if nobody's playing him at all, there's no data. Yeah, yeah. You know. So, like, I think people misinterpreted we don't have the resources to fix him as we don't have the money, which, like, is fucking... That's stupid. But, like, (laughs) I understand that it's, like... Like, me, if I'm, like, I don't know, working on a song for... Like, I'm mixing a song for somebody or whatever, and they're, like, I don't really like it. And you're, like, well, why not? And then they're, like, I don't know. I just don't like it. It's, like, well, then you can't fix anything about it, you know? It's like they don't have enough data to see, like, what is wrong with this. Exactly. Agent. So, like, I don't think they meant, they literally meant we don't have the resources to fix him. I think they, what they should have said is he's not being played enough for us to know what's wrong with him. Or we don't have enough data on him to see what exactly what was wrong with him. That's what I think that's what they fucked up because I saw some of the people on Twitter. It's like, the fuck, you guys are a billion dollar company. What do you mean you guys don't have enough yeah, shit? I, the, it definitely <laughs> wasn't like we don't have the manpower or we don't have the money or whatever. It was we don't have the data is what they should have yeah. said. Which I understand, but I didn't, I don't know if you saw his rework, like all of it come out. So if anybody didn't know his rework, how it works is his ultimate is now he, while he's in his ultimate, you can't see him, right? His footsteps are loud so you can hear him, but you can't see him even if you're close to him. You can throw flashes and, and use all your abilities while you're invulnerable. So you could throw flashes, you could throw fakes, you could do all that while you're uh happen. But the thing is, you uh your footsteps are louder and the timer is slower. So like while you're in ultimate, it's slow. It's like much faster. 
So like you, you don't have as much time. Yeah, you don't have as much time. So you're like it runs out fast. Which is like, all right, you know what? That's a good balance. What's fucking crazy is his teleport and his fake footsteps. His footsteps are isn't is a is him. It's just literally him walking, or like him like a it's normal. It's similar thing. to like the uh, How do I whatever explain? in Apex, like Hollow. Whatever. Oh, it's a mirage. Think of it as like mirage in Apex, yeah. where like he throws his thing and he's just running. It looks like him, but he's just in a straight line. Nothing's happening. So with him is if he's in a straight line, he just walks, right? But the thing is, if you shoot him, only the enemy team gets flashed. Even if they shoot him and everything, the enemy team is the only team that gets flashed, and you guys don't. So you have to be cautious if you're shooting him. Oh, so you can kind of, like, throw him in, and then if they try to dome him, they get flashed, and you're just running behind it? Yeah, and then he makes a noise where you're flashed, and then it's like, fuck. That's actually kind of fucking insane. So then everyone's like, oh, so I'm going to fake it. I'm going to make it look like I I threw a bot, but I'm the one. But I'm like, no, no, no. It like it's obvious hit like the way the the, the dummy is mm. fake. It looks like it's like he's highlighted blue. So of course he's a dummy. He looks exactly like it. But it's, it's like off like reaction or something. Yeah, yeah. It's if like, you misclick or whatever, you could fuck your whole team. Yeah, if you like, if you're like too jittery for like someone who's lower elo, and if you guys just shoot him, if you shoot anything that you see, it's like fuck. You got just flash your whole team. Uh, so they're making him a low elo destroyer. Yeah, <laughs> essentially, Yoru's gonna be like s- what fucking neon kind of is. Yeah. And then so, quote our friend Gompers, fucking just shoot him in the head. If she just <laughs> zaps you, just shoot her in the head. Yeah. She's a one shot, right? So, <laughs> it's, so it's still like that. But in the same time, uh, also, I'm sorry, his teleporter, how it works is you teleport faster, right? So like when you get out of it, you teleport faster. And then like the travel distance is 20% faster. The thing is also with it is you can fake it. So if you flash and then you fake TP, they'll look behind him. It's like, oh, he's TP. Nope, I'm still walking in. So he, they're making him like very beefed up. And then all the pro- so all the pros are talking. It's like everyone was asking. It's like, hey, is it, is he broken? Some some of them is like, he's a good agent now, or he's not that good still. They just said the same thing about Chamber. Hey, Chamber's not that good, but now you see him being fucking picked over Jet in some. Well, maps. see now, I think he's gonna be like. Like a chamber or like arena where the agent is only as good as you are, essentially. Because, like, you got to have the outplay gene if you mm-hmm. want to play Yuru now. You can't just, like, it's not like a Killjoy or something where you put the util down and it kind of plays the game for you. Like, yeah. he, the agent is going to be as good as you are rather than he sucks or, you know. That's what I'm saying. So that's why it's like. Or chamber, it's like if you can't dome people with a deagle or kill people with the yeah. op, then he sucks. Chamber is like essentially like if your aim is good, you're good. Yeah. So that's what it, it strictly relies on your aim and for your same with Reyna and shit. It's yeah. Like, like everyone's saying like Reyna is annoying to play, but it's like yeah, but if you're crap, if you know how to aim, she's a basic agent. She's the easiest agent in the game. That's fine. Yeah. But it's like something like Yoru. Like now you have like he's not all just flash teleport. Now you can actually. There's outplay potential. With yeah, hundred percent. And I, I mean, it's, I believe it's going to be tomorrow, his buff. is like the patch notes coming out. I think, I believe it's tomorrow. And if it comes out tomorrow, because everyone's still praying that Astra gets nerfed as well. Because we have not seen anything about Astra getting nerfed. Because that agent is fucking annoying to play. And she's boring. And then everyone agrees that she's the worst agent to play against, play with, play as. Like, it's annoying. Mm-hmm. So we're hoping for her to get nerfed because she's not the best at all as well with that. Because I don't want the game to turn out like League because they're. I think the beginning they said their ideal agent pool was about thirty to forty. 
they shouldn't make it more than 30 to 40, in my opinion. I don't know if that's what they had initially when they made League, was like, oh, we're only going to have like you know 50 uh, champions, and they have 150. So yeah. I don't know if they're going to do that. Uh, did you apply for the champions queue in League? I didn't. <laughs> you know, nah. you, have to be, you have to be minimum grandmaster. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> Bron- bronze 3, best support in NA. Best Easy. Cypher NA. Best Cypher NA. Best Yoda NA in Star Wait. Wars Battlefront. <laughs> you think they're making another game for that? I hope they do. Didn't they announce they were making one? They just didn't say anything after that, right? I have no idea. <laughs> All I know is if that comes out, I'm going to be the best yogurt in NA. <laughs> I, I got some good yogurt. Yeah. Now, uh... I still... I'm still hold, being held to that. If I ever hit Immortal and Valorant, I'm changing my name the best Yoda NA. <laughs> And I think that's enough. Uh, yeah, you can. Uh, that's long enough there because like they have a l- number uh, like uh, character limit. Yeah, so they have that as well. Uh, you play? Oh, you you're gonna be gone. I don't even know how we're gonna record the co- podcast when Elden Ring comes out. You're gonna be AFK for like a week. Yeah, I took off work that <laughs> Saturday and Sunday. What'd you tell your boss? Well. <laughs> what you tell so him. nah so <laughs> without being too, tmi i got that endoscopy thing on the monday yeah and like something that i have to do is i have to like drink laxative so i could like clean my my body out so i <laughs> so i told him saturday and sunday i can't come in because i'm gonna be shitting water for two days straight and he's like sounds good so do you have like a whole, you literally took a week off though, like in total, it's about a week or only total those two days. No, I don't like game comes out Friday. I didn't take off Friday. I don't know if I'm going to get put on the schedule, but if I do, I'll go into work. I don't care. But then Saturday, Sunday, I'm not doing anything but playing fucking Elden Ring. <laughs> oh, because you've been on the discord. I've seen it like 11 days, 10 days. I've been counting it down in my discord bio. Oh, I got bro. I. Uh, you should have played Dark Souls yesterday. Shit was like, like the game is actually really nice and like it looks nice for a game that came out twenty sixteen. Yeah, Shit, I thought they made a remaster. It was a Dark Souls one. Dark Souls one remaster. Why don't they do a remaster for Dark Souls three? Well, because the game's only like, well, I mean now it's like five years old. But when they came out with Dark Souls one remaster, that was in twenty eighteen. I think. Okay. I Dark Souls one came out in twenty eleven. I think. Yeah, I don't really think Dark Souls Three needs a remaster. I think it looks fine. And then we don't talk about Dark Souls Two. Yeah, bad game. Yeah, we don't talk about that game. Don't play Dark Souls Two. Bad game. Yeah, just play Three. Yeah. Oh, I should start streaming that shit too. I forgot, bro. Like, I I I can't believe I beat the first boss. Yo, you might struggle a little bit with the first boss. Third try. I'm a G. Played Bloodborne. Different game, but I'm a G. (laughs) I mean, when you get later in the game, there are gonna be people that. You're not gonna like. <laughs> or there, you there's a you can fight. There's a section in the game where it's it's the opening section, mm. but it, it's like the sky is black, and Gundir is there again, and you fight him, but he's beefed. He's an optional boss, but like you fight him and his move set. He's like people call him Champion Stundir, in the. Uh, in the what? Dark Souls community, because he hits you once and he just keeps fucking swinging. So every time you stand up, he keeps hitting you. What the fuck? So you can't like move? So you yeah. have to beat him flawlessly. I mean, you don't have like he gives you windows, but like the man's a menace. <laughs> <laughs> Was it the first Dark Souls where you have like the guy where you have the two bosses, the big one and the fast one? Yeah. Is that the first? So yeah, it's like that's Ornstein and Smo from yeah. Dark Souls One. So is it like 
that is he like that kind of difficult? Is he up to that kind of difficult? Nah, I so there there's only one boss in Dark Souls 3 that I think is unfair, which is uh Father Ariandel and Sister Freed, which is in the DLC. Yeah. That's how you know my my guy who has the scythe. Yeah. That's her weapon. Oh so like okay. I had to beat her. But like she's I would say she's the hardest because she's like not fair. And like I've beat disclaimer, <laughs> I've beaten her legit. Okay. I didn't beat her with a summon. Like I didn't summon any help or anything. I beat her legit. multiple times legit. So okay. like it's not like oh I've I'm I'm a pussy bitch and I summon help and like then I beat her. No, I beat her legit and I still think she's not fair. Damn. Because she the the general complaint with her is she moves at the speed of Bloodborne, but you're playing Dark Souls 3. Fuck. But the thing is, I was playing Bloodborne, like, yeah, I get the m- speed difference, but does it really that matter that much compared to those two games? Well, because, like, in Bloodborne, you don't have a roll. You have, like, a dash. I mean, you have a roll, but you, like, kind of dash in directions, you know? Yeah. Where in Dark Souls, you, you're rolling around and shit. But she she dashes around like a maniac. Like, oh, okay. Like, she'll literally dodge your shit by dashing around. So, like, the like one of the complaints is... Like in Dark Souls, when you're fighting a boss or an enemy, when you dodge their attack, you want to roll towards them or like to stay close so that when they miss the attack, you're right on top of them so you can hit them. Yeah, yeah, for but sure. But this, this, this bitch, this bitch, <laughs> you could roll perfectly and end up right next to her and you'll be bad to swing your sword and she just jumps away. And it's like, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> like, you're like, I literally... D- so, like, there are certain strings of attacks that if you dodge them perfectly, you just can't hit her. You just gotta wait for the strings of attacks where you can hit her. So, it's like... I can't wait for Elden Like, when you... If you get to her before Elden Ring comes out, like, you're gonna be stuck for at least, like, four hours. Because <laughs> it took me five hours to beat her. You know they're probably gonna come up with some shit like that in Elden Ring. There's probably gonna be some bosses where it's gonna be, like, so unfair. It's like, what the fuck? Well, because if it's running the same mechanic, the same engine as Dark Souls 3, they're gonna probably gonna come out with some bosses like, dude, what the fuck? Well, I mean, there's a lot of shit that you could do for help in Dar- in Elden Ring from, like, what the network test or the like, beta thing kind of showed. Because, mm-hmm. like, in Dark Souls 3, if you want to summon help, you need to do the Ember thing. And then... If someone puts their sign down, then you can summon them. But yeah. they have to initiate it. Yeah. Where in Elden Ring, there are spells that you could cast that just summon people. But thing first. is, that's all I've read about that. That you can't do that when in a boss event. You can only I think you can only do well, that in some bosses. Yeah, some bosses, but for most bosses, or the summoning thing is only if you're in a group. If like, for example, like there's some things where you can like um it's like when you invade a carriage with like a bunch of security yeah. or if you're in a castle where like a bunch of camp like enemy yeah. camps are that is the only time where you can summon help when it comes to like a boss fight most boss fight you ask for no help unless uh. you're queuing with someone so like if me and you're playing together like a campaign mm-hmm. that's the only help we get and if we're playing together you can't summon period i i read about that so if you if we're playing yeah, together summoning sense. is summoning is like no option because you already have a help why do you yeah. need more help so i read about that and i heard like they're making magic uh now more prevalent, like actually, they're making good it good. Yeah, unlike, unlike Dark Souls Three, where it's like fucking useless. So. In PvP, it's useless. It's it's easy mode if you're just 
fighting the bosses, it literally makes the game easy mode. And PvP, it's useless because like you could just dodge. You no, roll. for or, sure. Or bosses, they don't they don't like roll around and shit. No, I got you. Not like pigs. <laughs> like rolling in the mud and yeah. I don't like pork. Yeah. No, no. You want to say something? No. You sure? Yeah. I'm good. All right. I think we should end it off of there. I think that's the perfect ending. <laughs> okay, dude. Yeah, we talked about a lot about Valorant. I mean, we just talked about esports. We kind of I mean, talked about Valorant. I mean, it's hard to just talk about like a weekly event. You could talk about it for like, it's not much. Ten but, minutes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I the format seems fine. I just say I'm just thinking it might take too long. Maybe just make it look like, maybe give them two games a week, some teams two games a week, just to make, like, instead of six weeks, make it four. Yeah, I don't think they need six. I think they, I think they, they could do it in, like, two, if that. I mean, yeah, I think two is too much. I think maybe four. Make it some, some teams have to play, like, two games a week. I mean, maybe they do it six weeks so that, like, more people have opportunities to see. Because, like, what days do they usually do it on? It's usually Saturday, Sunday. I know, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Exactly. Whereas if they were going to do it in two weeks, they would have to do it like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And like viewership, like on a fucking Tuesday afternoon, not many people are going to watch yeah. generally. So, I mean, so, I guess that makes sense, but it's kind of whack. I don't know. It's just, I feel like it's t- it takes too long, but I understand maybe they're making it, maybe they're making it so like each game feels like it's an important game where like a lot of people are trying because like, for example, 100 Thieves at NRG, they started off as 01. It's like, fuck. That week we start oh one we can't fuck up anymore. Yeah, we have to be in our A game next week, and then next week and next week, and then each week can be cha- like a shift change. Mm-hmm. So like C nine and a guard, they started off as one oh. It's like hey, okay, we did something right. Let's just because you have to go against each team differently. Yeah, but I don't know. We'll see how it is. Uh, it's gonna be interesting if Sentinels actually do qualify for Masters in the end with them barely practicing. You know, NA is fucked in my opinion. NA is fucked if that's C9 the case. will pull through again. Oh, no, we Big don't C9. Yes, C9 is going to qualify 100%. Like, if they don't qualify, that's crazy. Because they're actually our last hope. They're NA's last hope. It's fucking crazy. But who knows? All right, guys. We're going to end it there. Bye. Bye-bye. See you. I love you guys.